0: listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. Throw him up, Berto. Throw him up. Yeah. What's wrong with this one, Berto? You don't like it?
4: He speaks Spanish, Berto. I mean, I'm just saying.
3: Oh.
4: I'm just saying. You know, it's big. Yeah. I want anything to do with Puerto Rico right now. Oh man. <laughs> you don't. You don't. No relation. Also, like no is, no no good feelings is about Is Mexico Puerto playing Rico? Puerto Rico? Next. All right. I mean, but there's a isn't there like a common respect there? Mutual respect? No?
3: Sorta. Of. It's like a margarita versus Cotto part right. two. Or huh? part three. I'm get, just saying, yeah. but then take they're, it from the boxing ring to the diamond out Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You sound real
4: like you know, real aggressive right there, Berto. I mean, all right. Like, you ever watched a boxing fight with a bunch of Mexicans and Puerto Ricans? Yes, I have. <laughs> By the way, I I, I've done it with a bunch of uh, <laughs> Mexicans and uh, you know, well, nothing.
3: Know. Hey, <laughs> Berto, you
2: what?
4: what? <laughs> I said nothing. Yeah. I, was, I, I, I said nothing. Hey,
2: Stephen, the way you said a bunch of Mexicans, I,
4: I like just, that's well, I mean, it, I was just repeating what Roberto said. That's all.
2: Hey, uh, okay, yeah,
4: that's all. That was that was not. Uh,
3: that was not from me. That was that was Berto's words. Hey, Berto, try a Mexican versus an Armenian. See what that crowd is like. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was so every, on the brink of absolute catastrophe the entire time. I mean, somebody did, was going to throw didn't it out. did a dude
4: from Brady's hood fight, Um, you know?
3: Well, oh, was it Kelly Pavlik? Are you thinking of Kelly Pavlik? No, no, no. What are you thinking Pavlik.
4: of? No. What
3: you do know, you mean? He... he, he. What do you get? What do you, did know, you get he at?
4: did the-, the you about Jake Paul? No, no. He did the post-interview where he talked about all the cans can
3: get oh, it. Oh, um, no. That was- uh God, on, on, let's, let's see if you can get it. Um, if, yeah. a- from Adrian, Ohio. Adrian Broner. There you go. Who there said they go. call me the can man. Anybody can get it. <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> Cuban. Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the cans. He was the one where he got Racist. down- He got yeah. down on a knee and said like he was going to propose, and he asked his girlfriend to comb his hair. brushes. Brushes here. <laughs> brushes. Yeah, hair.
4: brushes. Which is vastly different than foaming. Yeah. Course. I knew but that. Yes, okay.
2: Yeah, I do that. And Broner. That's not really that close to me, honestly.
4: All right. Well, I was just giving him Ohio. You know, that's yeah, he's a racist. Guy. Yeah.
2: Hey, by
3: the way, how about the Ohio Bengals Ohio uh, signing Orlando Brown Jr.? Huh? How about that?
2: It's how a ironic. Great, great deal for the Bengals. Not, not a good deal for Orlando Brown, though um he would have I mean if you if you look at the details of what he would have made I mean he would have he was hoping to reset the market but I think the Juwan Taylor deal which is that average out to what 20 million a year uh let me look efforting but the the point is this you know the Chiefs moved on from you to a player who's only a year younger and has never ever played left tackle like that was the thing about Orlando Brown. He got drafted, you know, he was over to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, four years, $80 million. Yeah, so, I mean, we have to see the structure, obviously, but um, when he went to the Ravens, he was right tackle. He said, hey, I, I want to go somewhere I can play left tackle and go get paid, you know, left tackle money. Well, the problem was, you know, you just want to Super Bowl with the team, and if they're not willing to sign you to a deal that's better than what you just signed with the Bengals, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, something's going on there. I, I thought Orlando Brown was probably one of the better free agents uh, out there and available. But to sign Juwan Taylor, who did have a good year for the Jaguars, I think he'll do a good job. But that's – I mean, he's only a year younger, and he's never played left tackle. That's a, that's a big transition for him.
3: Yeah, mm, seems a bit odd. Uh, well, here's the, uh, the other portion of the NFL discussion that took place yesterday. You had some signings, some rumblings about potential signings and all that. And then you had Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you
4: do know that his dad played for, for the Browns. That, that was my point that I was making, just – Outside of Orlando the money and Brown. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. senior. Big Zeus yeah. played for for the Browns. I, th- I believe he got drafted by them. Yeah. in fact. Yeah, he did.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, so we've got a situation in the NFL involving Aaron Rodgers, who appeared on the Pat McAfee show starring A.J. Hawk yesterday. And we were talking earlier about just he went through the timeline of going underground when he came out from the darkness. Then he realized the Packers had been shopping, and so then it motivated him to, to want to continue playing, and he wants to go be part of the Jets, and there's a holdup with compensation and all the other things that come along with it. Which, by the way, when Albert Breer was saying that there isn't a first-round pick on the table, that's shocking to me. I can't believe that, that there's no one, at least a one on the table from the Jets to the Packers at this point in time. How, how, how uh, can I ask th- you
4: guys this? Putting out there that you went into a hobbit hole, 90% sure you were going to retire. Do you think that that may have, like, look, we're not going to give you a first-round pick for somebody who's thinking they are going to may retire? Is there a possibility that them thinking that he may not be around long enough for it to hold the value of a first-round draft pick would be the reasoning? Because that would be the only thing I could come up with. It's not his body of work, and it's not what he has. I would assume it's not what he has left. He's, too, he's not that far removed from back-to-back
2: MVPs, so, so well, what, what else could it be? He didn't play that bad last year. Like just because he wasn't the MVP doesn't mean he had a bad season. Indeed. Like that. That's the that's the odd thing. Is like he we hold him to his own standard because of how well he played the previous two seasons. But through twenty six touchdown passes, twelve interceptions, almost thirty seven hundred yards, and I mean I, I don't know. I mean they they didn't have a great supporting cast around him necessarily. And by the Jets, the
3: Jets have a better roster than the Packers
2: without a doubt. But um, I, I I'll put it this way. I, I, and I, you can hear my reaction, Albert. Like, I was shocked to not hear there's there's not a one on the table. Because I, I get there's a thought that he might not, you know, play, you know, more than a year. It doesn't really seem that you'd want to go through all of that just to go to New York for a year. It's, it, it seems like a big upheaval. And if you look at the other guys who have done it before, whether it's Tom Brady, who went to Tampa, uh, obviously played for a couple seasons, but won the Super Bowl his first year and Peyton Manning, who went to the Denver Broncos. And that was for, obviously, much longer than that. Uh, And granted, you know, Manning was younger, but he's also coming off a a major injury that we didn't know how he was going to be. But, you know, it was was there for a couple of years because there's just, you know, even if you have Lazard and, and Randall Cobb and Nathaniel Hackett as the play caller, there's so many little things you take for granted after you've done it for 18 years in one place. I mean, you heard Aaron talk about the equipment guys and the trainers and, like, so many other people... Like, even where he goes to grab a bite of food, right? Like, all that stuff, like, people on the outside are like, well, what does that matter? It matters. Like, it, it all adds up in the end when you're in a place that's incredibly unfamiliar to you and you're trying to play at, at the top 1% of quarterbacks in the world. Like, that, that plays a factor into all of that. If your off-the-field life isn't in a spot where you feel like it's good. So, I, I just – I think if he goes, it's going to be for at least two years. And I, I would be shocked if there's not a one on the table at some point to get this done, but I, I don't know. It's odd that Woody Johnson would be so adamant about them getting a veteran quarterback to come in,
3: but not
4: willing get this to give forward, up one. Not
2: to, not to give away a one first round pick for Aaron Rodgers? Odd. Uh,
3: yeah, pretty strange. Uh, now, Rodgers did talk about just sort of the... I guess the relationship or the back and forth that he's had with members of the media yesterday. So there was this report from Diana Rossini that said that he's got a wish list of players he would like to play with in New York and all that. And then he also talked about Adam Schefter trying to reach out for information on what was going on. Uh, Take a listen to Rogers yesterday.
0: From what I've seen, it's like I had a sheet of paper when I met with the Jets and I said, uh, sign these people that's not the reality, that's okay. so ridiculous.
4: All right, that sounds
0: good. <laughs> it's so stupid to think that I would do it number one. Now, did they ask me about certain guys I've played with over the years? Of course. Did I talk glowingly about teammates that I love? Yeah. Asked Schefter what i text him when he somehow got my number and texted me. You know, I didn't respond to Diana Rossini, I think her name is, but like, I would say the same thing that I told Schefter. Lose my number. I'll speak for myself. <laughs>
3: Okay, so I got to know, have you guys ever had an issue when you were playing? (laughs) You are unbelievable, by the way. (laughs) You really are unbelievable. Do you guys recall a time (laughs) where somebody from the media reached out to you for information and you told them, lose your number? Has that ever been the the method that you used when intrusive members of the media wanted? Tom
4: Friend? I I can't stand (laughs) them. Can't stand them can't stand him. Why? I was just I'm not even going to give him any more than that. Okay. I just, I gave you the name. All right. And so when he reached out to you, you said lose my number? Uh I I told I told them not he's not allowed in the locker room when I'm there. I I just uh yeah. So, he was actually not allowed in the locker room while not once I left the locker room, he could come in. But he wasn't allowed in. Yeah.
3: I mean, looks like a nice guy. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: I don't know what, what the problem is. Uh, I, you know,
3: you asked. <laughs> you asked. I answered <laughs> your <laughs> question. Okay, like, I'm not you your friend. Wondered. Yeah, I was yeah, just uh, so Tom, not your friend. Yeah, Yeah, that's a not good part point, of my inner Birdo. <laughs> good, good point,
4: Birdo. What did you say, Birdo? <laughs> not your friend? <laughs> no, he's not my friend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> top not your friend no uh but it is it is f- like the rogers dynamic with Mer- like just seeing people complain about the way he was talking and the way he was discussing his situation and the relationship he's got with members of the media and refuting reports and just seeing people complain about it all while they're watching him go through the entire process it's just hilarious. Do y'all to me. think
4: it's a good look what he did by saying? I thought he cleared himself up quite well.
2: Yeah, I did too. I uh, I, I didn't take um, the same stance or perspective that that Albert Breer did. I, I thought he provided perspective, and and here's the other thing is he took the initiative to say goodbye to the Green Bay Packers fans, and, and that's something that you know it's tough to do when you don't know if it's going to be your last run and what's going to happen and then again when the season ended and i think you've got to take him for his word it was all the indications that they were going to be patient with him to see what he wanted to do but once he heard they were shopping him around like then it's like okay like this is this is going to tick me off so i i could completely understand not only his motivations in regards to wanting to keep playing but also to you know just Looking at how the the Packers have handled this, it seems like they've gone out of their way to make it more difficult than it needs to be. Like, it does not need to be this difficult. That being said, the Jets not offering at least a one. I mean, I'll put it this way. You're drafting number 13, okay? At that point in the draft, you're probably not going to have the type of player that's going to come in and be an immediate impact player with what they need. I mean their roster for the most part is pretty well set. There's some spots you might say oh, they could use an upgrade here or there, but they've been good too with some of their later picks. And so if that's the only thing holding this thing back, I, I kind of look and, and almost blame the Jets in this case. I mean you had your owner come out and say you're going to make these moves to go, you know, get Aaron Rodgers or get a get a starting quarterback. Okay, well here it is. If that's all you had to part ways with the number 13 overall pick. So be it. And like I said before, trade Zach Wilson. Go get whatever draft capital you can in for him. So you have, you have more to fill out the roster. But this, this is a team that, to me, you know, outside of maybe, you say, at the center, they could use you know, an interior offensive lineman. They're pretty healthy. They need depth on the offensive line. That's probably where they're going to spend a majority of their draft picks. But, I mean, DJ Reed played phenomenal last year, as did Sauce Gardner, might be the best cornerback in the NFL. The way he played, they signed Chuck Clark. You know they don't really need anyone. Jordan Whitehead did a, did a good job. Um, yeah, he's he's a good player for them. You look across the line, like when they're healthy. I like saw Thomas just signed back. Quinn Williams was, you know, arguably in kind of the conversation for player of the year. Like they they've got dudes. They don't really need a ton. And so I, I kind of sit there and say, if you're that close and all you need is the parways, the number thirteen overall pick, are you kidding me? Make it happen, man. You can go find a center in the second round. You can go find some of the other needs that you may have, and other parts of the draft to help fill out the depth of this roster.
4: You know, I was a skeptic of the whole ninety percent ready to retire. I I, ba- I basically made the point that if you're talking about it and you're you're contemplating it, that you already have one foot in retirement. That's that's what I said. Up until I I felt as though. The motivation of how he felt disrespected by Green Bay. It reminds me of Rocky when when Ivan Drago Great you know took took and knocked the life out of Apollo Creed, and it it gave yeah. a retired Rocky the you know the motivation to to unretire and and go fight you know. Yeah. Go fight the Russian, the big Russian, and and that was.
2: How I did he think. sound when he wanted to come back? Like, what, what did he say? Oh,
4: you. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, you don't do that. You don't do that to Apollo. You don't, you don't do that. Don't, hey, <laughs> hey. Um, but but I, I will also reference George Foreman. You know when he was inspired and motivated, and he he got like uh, a message from be uh, uh, you know above. And it came down and it told him that you're going to be the oldest world champion. You're going to come back and you're going to do it. And he was motivated to do it. And he came out of retirement and he beat Michael Moore to to get that title back. I think now that that he has, Aaron Rodgers that is, has been offended almost, it sounds, seemingly offended by the way Green Bay has handled things as it applies to him and what he felt he represents to the organization. It's almost like he, he had that same feeling when they drafted Jordan yeah. Love and what happened. Yeah, right? he's spicy again. So it's it's like he he was he got his contract this past year and you know he didn't have Devontae, didn't have some weapons, and it wasn't quite the same. I would say incentive or motivation to play at the highest of high levels. I think he's been, I think he's been poked well enough where I think throwing, throwing the, he, he thinks about retirement. I think he's been poked enough. Yeah to throw that out the window totally agree yeah
3: hey dummy jets give up the 13th pick and get it done stop stop haggling and, tr- and being cheap skits only the jets could figure out a way to blow this trade like that's yeah. uh, that's the organization that would do it it would be the new york jets
2: wow. doesn't make it, any sense. it It really does blow my mind like I, I thought the hold up was the fact that they wanted two ones which i'm like okay i could see that but that's, that seems like a high price for a guy that might only be there two three years not even offering a first round pick. <laughs> it's hilarious. What?
4: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and it was coming out as though Green Bay was holding it up. I mean, give them a first round pick. Give them a first round pick, even for two years.
2: Give them a first round pick. You know what's funny about it is this. So front offices hold draft capital. It's near and dear, right? Like it's it's not even it's not even cash, right? It's like gold. You know, it's like hey, whatever the case, like I've got gold in my pocket, right? And they, they, they just – they value it so much that they fail to realize if you don't make this move for Aaron Rodgers, all right, you're probably not going to be there to draft in the future. So what does it matter? <laughs> right. Like if you're Joe Douglas, like, hey, you missed on Zach Wilson. Some people felt that way the whole time, all right? It took them a little while to get there. They keep wanting to play this whole, oh, we're going to let him develop behind Aaron Rodgers while he goes through his rookie contract. Okay, like let's, let's see where that goes. I'm sure. I'm sure. Aaron Rodgers at the end of his career, with a chip on his shoulder now, wanting to go and win a Super Bowl and show Green Bay, much like Tom Brady did when he left New England. I'm sure he's really focused on helping Zach Wilson improve as a quarterback. And I, I, I'd love to see that dynamic too of Zach Wilson trying to make Aaron Rodgers' day hell in practice or whatever the whatever Zach Wilson said earlier this year. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, you didn't get the quarterback situation right then. This is your opportunity. Just say, yeah, we spent our 13 13 overall pick on Aaron Rodgers. You know who's going to say, oh, that's that's a good deal. Every single Jet fan in the history of of Jets fandom. Like, even Joe Namath is probably like, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Like, you go get Aaron Rodgers, you give yourself a two, three-year window to go win a Super Bowl. Great. I mean, my goodness, I just – if that's really what's holding this up – It's mind-boggling.
3: It's it's, uh, just phenomenal. Phenomenal to see how this whole thing is playing out. By the way, are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross! With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. All right. So it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. Coming up next, end of an era. The end of an era for one player in the NFL. We'll get into that story for you right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio Radio app. So coming up, uh, we'll call it about 20 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of You In or You Out. All right, We're going to tell you whether or not we are buying into something that is going on later today or later tonight in the world of sports and beyond or if we're completely out on it. So we'll get into that for you again 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook and official. Sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code 2PROS. That's number 2PROS for a special offer when you sign up. That's code 2PROS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Obviously, a busy place because we got the tournament coming up later on. We are counting down the hours. Right. Under, five hours, price, under five hours.
2: Or that's under five hours.
3: Under under four hours, rather. Let me just yeah, go, let's you know, go so check that there. Huh. Let's go. Uh, so we are going to have uh, some fun, some college football conversation. God,
2: this did, is... did Lee and Burdo fill out a bracket? College football conversation or
3: our college basketball? Excuse oh, me, sorry. Yeah. We're, I'm just there's a lot of oh, lot of stuff. We're close to football here. Friday. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, Lee, did you do one yet or what?
1: Of course, yeah. Oh, of who, course. who do you have winning
2: yours, Lee? I have Houston
1: over Purdue. Oh.
2: Okay. Uh, and then, Birdo, do you fall out a bracket? You better have. Yes, sir. Who do you have, Birdo? UCLA. F- nice. LC. Yeah. Wait, what?
4: Yeah, they they chant that UCLA-USC
2: game. And they wait, chained. wait. Who do you have UCLA UCLA, UCLA. Who are they beating?
4: Um. Let's see here. Who cares? Oh, let's, <laughs> let's see um, here. Well, I got – open my I probably here. just should have asked
2: for the final well
3: four. this is uh, okay. this is the uh, but it's easy to find Bertos, come on
2: you know Stop. <laughs> be careful by the way be careful what you say about the bracket it's great sorry you might get an email I'm just saying <laughs> I can tell you from experience
3: hey I uh, so. big fan of uh, the brackets Listen,
2: yeah it's me. a great it's a great bracket yeah. uh, it's very well done
3: Gonzaga well, that's a pick there's a whole this,
2: lot this of is the year
3: March upsetness you
2: picked Gonzaga yeah I did this to win it year. all
3: yep this is wow. the year to yep. win it all.
2: <laughs> uh could they get bounced out like the Sweet Sixteen and Probably. Just, they yeah. probably will. Knowing your luck. So who, I g I gotta figure I out winning. a way
3: to uh screw it up. Yeah, I think you have uh is it Houston and Arizona in the yeah, final? I do. Yeah. Who do you got
2: I, I can see Arizona. Winning. Arizona's got some hype, man. Yeah.
4: I got Arizona winning. Yeah, Yeah. I do. Yeah. I could see that. Yep. It's not surprising. So, that's what man. I picked. Yeah. Not so, Penn State. So you got the uh the Wildcats. Yeah, I mean Maybe. a big cat, you know. Yeah, I mean they're not real big. Wild cats aren't really big. They're not. Nah, not super big. I mean some cats that are wild are yeah. really big, but but wild cats
3: per se are not. Arizona is like one of the more popular teams in the country, as far as like I was talking so to Pet, to Petros about it. No, just like popular oh. as far as fan bases go. It just seems like. There was a time where no matter where you went, you saw somebody wearing an Arizona jersey. Mm. Like they were like one of the more popular college basketball. They're There's, cool jerseys. Yeah, like a <laughs> but I, I was.
2: I'm trying to think um, of, of the Lute Olson teams when I was growing up.
3: Richard Jefferson yeah. was on that team. Well, Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse was the man. Yeah,
4: Stodemeyer. Stoudemire. Stoudemire. Stoudemire yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Yeah, he was
3: the man. Said to be one of the great shooters of all time, David Stoudemire. Mm. Great pure shooters. I think he just took. He just got the head coaching job at Georgia Tech. I believe. Is that right? Yeah, he was a, an assistant in Boston good for dude, the Celtics. I tell you that. And I think so he just got the, the uh, head coaching job, uh, job at uh, Georgia Tech. So yeah. the real, Yellow Jackets. Real down to earth, good dude. Remember when Georgia Tech was good?
4: Oh, they yeah. they just had Kenny. Anderson Kenny Anderson. Yeah. All right. So if you had to choose between the two, Kenny Anderson or Steph Mallberry. Kenny Anderson. Ooh. That's a tough one, man. Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you. I,
2: I don't remember Kenny as much as Stephon Marbury, so I'd probably oh. say Marbury.
4: Yeah, that's fair, but Kenny Anderson, boy. Jeez. Kenny Dude, Anderson. I'm going through the history dear. of he Arizona, him like prestigious him basketball
2: alums. By the way, Mike Bibby was awesome. Mike Bibby. Was so much fun to watch yeah, back then. Mike Bibby. Uh, I remember Terry Glenn. Terry Glenn. He was fun. Miles is, Simon. Is
3: Mike Bibby still jacked? Remember when he was doing the big yeah. three and he was just all piped up? Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. for him.
4: Yeah. Yeah there's so. a few more name, name a few more there's a few more on that from that. Uh, Clint Reeves
2: yeah. I mean there's there's some guys who are like little like Michael Dickerson was during that run Gilbert Arenas obviously Z, yeah yeah uh, Michael Harden. Wright talked hmm. about Richard Jefferson um, Luke Walton obviously went Luke there. Walton went there yeah. Yeah, that is right yeah hmm. Chris Mills might have been a more of a name you you remember
4: yep. yeah I know I remember that name Chris Mills
3: yeah Sorry. All You're of them. so funny. Yeah. I remember, so I, remember this Chris so funny. Mills, I remember him in the NBA more so, Chris Mills, than I do at Arizona. Okay. But okay. those Arizona teams were good. I remember they lost to – the first tournament bracket I ever won was when they lost to Duke you in the won final. One, huh? Yeah, I won a couple of oh, times. Did you really? Because I just pick Duke every year, and that's and smart. if they're good, that's uh, that gives me an in. But the, that was smart to the, do. Duke beat them in the final, and I think that was the Luke Walton. Was Jefferson on that team? But I it was Duke and Arizona, and I think Duke beat them by ten. I think Eric. I think Richard was on that team. Yeah, honestly. So that was oh one. I want to say like two thousand one, something like that. Mm. Yeah, that was uh, Mike Shishovsky's first title in a long time. So, Kevin so Garnett that. and Kevin Durant were on Arizona. Too. Were they really? <laughs> no. Yeah, so, so I remember oh, that with Moses Malone. You remember right? that with Moses Malone? <laughs> yeah, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah, I remember, you remember that. that together? Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Grand Hill. Radio. You know, he played for. Arizona. Yeah, yeah remember that yeah. too. Yeah. You remember that? Remember the Arkansas teams back in the mid '90s? Oh,
4: Scotty Thurman and Corliss Williamson.
3: Corliss Williamson. Yeah, yeah, those are good teams yeah. too. Man, college basketball was great
2: back in the day.
3: And what about what Kansas. we got?
2: Gambling. That's the promise. Like, why, why do we say that now? Why do we say it was great back then? I mean, is that the same, I guess, how we feel about the NBA? Nobody stays long enough. Just well, that's like, part of it. But I, I think basketball in general maybe has taken a hit in that regard.
0: Yeah. No I
2: mean, right. I, I feel like even the NBA, like the, the style of play and taking away hand-checking, some of the, the physicality that went along with it, that was was fun to watch. And, like, also, it took out, like, an element of – Having that enforcer out there, you know, like you in, in hockey, you've got like a fighter, right? And so someone steps out of line, like these guys are going to throw, they're going to throw down. I mean, like Charles Oakley was basically that. But it, I mean, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch the Detroit Pistons and you know Bill and and those guys, and how, how physical they were. Like the game just used to be more physical, and I know it's maybe more skilled now, but it takes out that element that I, I think you could still have a part of the game and it would be more entertaining.
4: I just think there was more awareness of the players and the coaches back then, like as like cohesive units. Like when you think about Georgetown, you could name the head coach and the starting five. You could do that with Syracuse. You could do it with UConn. You could do it when UCLA had their teams. You could do it with UNLV and Michigan when they had their teams. I think there was such an awareness of the coaches and the players that I think doesn't really, I don't think that exists as much anymore. Like if you were to say, okay, who would be comparable to the Fab Five? Or who would be compared to – you know, UNLV, and like yeah. you knew their whole starting five. Like, Even
3: Florida had had a great run with Billy Donovan as the yeah, coach. Yeah, with Haslam yeah. And, all no of and all those guys, and, guys.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah no, Joe jo- Kim Noah. I, I I just think that that's ki- kind of, is that how you say it? Joe Kim? Joe Kim Noah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how
2: do you say it though?
4: Joe Kim. Yeah. Joe jo- Kim. Is that, is that incorrect? Like that? I don't know. Joe
3: Kim. Where's Karate Kid <laughs> jo- 2 filmed at? And Joe Kim. <laughs> Where? What's that town called? Joe Kim. Oh, okay. This is curious. <laughs> yeah. That's the city. I thought it was Okinawa.
4: Yeah. I
2: love what LeVar goes into, like, character almost. Yeah. Joe
4: Kim. <laughs> Joe Kim from Okinawa. <laughs> you do say that. That's well. how you're supposed to say it. I, hey. I agree
2: with LeVar on this. That is technically how you're supposed to say it. I mean, Birdo, do you agree?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank there you, Birdo. I mean, how would you say it? Okinawa. There, It's close. There it's <laughs> close. You just got to say it quicker. Say it quicker. Okinawa. There
3: you go. That's yeah. it. Bam. Okinawa. Oh, man. Um, well, Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> is now no longer a Dallas Cowboy. How about that, huh? Jeez. Uh,
4: Only a matter that of time. Yeah, you that.
3: 27 years old. 11 million.
4: They're going to save on the cap. Eleven. Million. Yeah,
2: but dude, he made it. How about this? Oh, he got paid. He made seventy million during the course of his career at the Dallas Cowboys. That's the second highest paid running back in NFL history. To really? Adrian Peterson, yes. And he's and he just signed with the the Bucks, right?
3: Damn. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize this. So he's second all time. Running. I back. I believe he's
2: second all time in earnings so far. Seven years in. It was a blockbuster a deal.
3: That's for certain. I remember six year.
4: 90 and Ed million.
2: Peterson is at a hundred and a hundred million plus. That's compiling. I mean,
3: I just, it's crazy to think 27 years old and I just, does he get another sniff? Does somebody, not that type of a
2: big deal. No but, probably, no, but is he signing with Tampa?
3: Is that has, has that oh. happened yet? Is that official? Um, I
2: thought that I thought that was the report.
3: It's um. It's just funny to think that going into that contract situation, it went on and on. He goes to Cabo, he gets the deal done, and literally was never the same player afterwards. Like finally got paid and was never the same player. But when he was so healthy what and right, in Cabo?
2: is that what you're asking? Well. What happened there,
3: John? You know, I mean, listen. There's, there's a lot going on in Cabo.
4: has been to Cabo. Uh, yes, I have. What's it look like? So, there?
2: what happened to him, Levar? I think he
4: was training. Uh, he was at Mango Deck too much. Yeah. Oh. What's Mango Deck? You, know, you got to go to Cabo. All right, let me check that out here. I'm go to Cabo. Let me go to Mango Deck. Mango Deck. I'm going to. I'm, right. going, I'm going to, to Mango, Mango Deck, Deck in Cabo. Yeah. Checking it. Out. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I yep. mean, I've heard about the place. Yeah, not a lot of running back drills I'm seeing Oh, here. it's a lot of running
3: back drills. <laughs>
0: okay.
3: <laughs> I'm, uh... oh, a yeah.
0: Lot of, a lot of drills.
3: Yeah, so that might have been where things took a turn. Uh,
4: yeah, he was Zeke. probably training on, <laughs> on the beach where Mango Deck is. <laughs> just Just a hunch. Yeah. Him and Marshall Folk, you know, and if you know...
3: Oh, I've been here. If you know Marshall. <laughs> if you know Marshall. You, you know Mar- that
2: place? Oh, yeah. I know Megatech. Huh.
3: How many, like, a lot of people go there to train, right, when they're in a... Yeah, I no, know there's um, Absolutely. I mean, you do
2: a lot of curls. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. 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 There's yep. a lot of uh, footwork, agility work, yep. you know, sometimes. A yeah. little Congo line type y- thing. Yeah. Like, huh. Um, yeah. huh.
3: Yeah. Seems like it. Huh.
4: All right, so that you play
2: some some basketballs
4: yeah liver lubing <gasps> yeah you can yeah. a lot of yeah i see the basketballs there yeah okay
2: yeah. okay that'd be yeah.
3: the whole gymnasium they K- got karaoke That's great <laughs> while you're working out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I li- yeah. so again uh Baking, congratulations Baking contest, Zeke. while you're working out i uh, got ready in cabo got paid and just hasn't been the same sense but you know We'll see where the uh, the Dallas Cowboys Do you, is. He going to get his jersey retired into the Ring of Honor? You think that's going to happen at one point? I mean, he's third on the in franchise history total touchdowns scored. He's got eighty total touchdowns, uh, which puts him third on the
4: list. So I mean, he had a brilliant career early on. I mean, make no mistake about it. He earned that contract that he got. It just went bad after. You know, that's all. It's yeah,
3: bad, a little bad after. Yeah. So yeah, at least he got you know, paid. He got paid. Coming up next, we're going to put a bow on this bad boy. It is another edition of You In or You Out right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
1: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. If you missed any of this program... You can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. We're going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow for a football Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. A look back at day one of the NCAA tournament and all the other usuals and fun stuff we'd like to get to. Before we get to another edition of The In or You Out, though, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com.
0: This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know if they're in, yeah, please, or if they're out.
1: All right, Lee, what do we got today? Guys, it's almost the weekend, so we got a couple sporting events other than the tournament, that including the Valspar Championship at Copperhead Course in Tampa. Are you guys in or out on that? What is the what? Valspar Championship is golf.
2: Oh, okay. Out. Out. Copperhead. Out. Is, um, I'm trying to think which tournament it was I just recently saw. I'm out. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Why? What is it about? I don't know. I, don't, it, I didn't know what it was.
2: It's <laughs> going to be hard to watch with everything else going on. Yeah, it's oh, too so much. I'll give it to that. Yeah. It's too much.
3: Why, why counter programming against the NCAA tournament? If you can avoid it, just avoid it. It should the be the bye one. week
1: for golf. Uh, great It should point. be the
4: bye
3: week. Yep. Outly.
4: Or all-star week, you know.
1: Something that might be a little better for you guys, uh, Usman Edwards, number three, it's in London at the O2 Arena. This is UFC, of course. Um, you guys in or out on that?
4: In, Come on, man. All the way. I'll be watching that.
1: Plus, it's really? a, it's a oh,
3: uh, yeah. two o'clock local time on Saturday. That's, that's this a grudge, Daytime, five yeah, Eastern man time, man two o'clock thing. local. Usman, you know what got uh, his head I, I'm gonna off.
0: watch
2: it at a peer pressure because you guys are watching. I gotta watch it. I gotta figure out what the heck's going on.
3: Yeah. Uh, you can get uh, get some good money on Leon Edwards in that fight as a defending yeah, did champion. Did you win,
2: like, lose the last couple of fights you've been on?
3: No, actually, I've been uh, on a pretty good run with the fighting. It's just like uh, all the other sports that I'm bad at.
2: No, who'd you just lose on? John Jones, you lost that
3: one. Oh, I was just throwing a little bit out there. But, but I okay. I, did, I could do it because I actually hit on, um, God, who was uh, <laughs> Alexa Grasso, plus 500 to pull off the upset on hey, uh, no. Valentina Shevchenko in the fight before. So I had a little bit extra lying around. I said, you know what, I'll throw it on Cyril Gann. And then he went out there and got choked out in two minutes. So
2: And you lost it is what you're saying. Yeah,
3: but I came up yeah. plus money because I hit on the pl- five-to-one underdog. Oh, oh good. Got you. you. There yeah, you go. Gotcha. Alexa Grasso from Mexico. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: All right. What you got, Luke?
1: All right, <laughs> Luke. Guys, uh, it's a weekend that means movies are coming out. Shazam, Fury of the Gods, sequel to The First Shazam. You interrupted on that? No, not that Shazam. No, I like it, actually. Uh, this one is uh, Adam Brody. It's also bringing in Lucy Lou and Helen Mirren for the sequel. Oh, Lucy Liu. Yeah, she's uh,
4: I'm still in. around. i Still around. What does that mean?
1: I haven't seen Lucy Lou in anything for a while.
4: Charlie's Angels.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, quite a while. That's been a while. How old do you think Lucy Lou is?
3: Like 50. Good guess. I'm gonna go 54. 54. You're going going with 54? Yeah, I just just
2: said that. She seems like she Um, was born like early December. I think she's
3: 54. 1968, I feel like. Early December, 1968
2: birth. Yeah. For some reason. I love when Jonas types of stuff and looks it up. What are you talking about?
4: You know our I mean, Wi-Fi here. Nothing works. I feel like she's 54, but go ahead, Lee. Helen Mirren, 77. Uh, are you guys in or out on this movie? Out. Out. Come, come on. on. Right. Again, too much going on. I'm out. Afuera. That's not Shax. <laughs>
3: Afuera. All, right.
4: All right, come on. Guys, did you guys watch Ted Lasso last night? I know that's like... Oh, I missed th- it. I'll have to watch it today. That's, that's, a, that's oh, a good wow. one. Oh, oh shut wow. up. wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. God. I had to check and see if that was a sound effect or if that was really you. Ted
2: Lasso. Yeah, you wow. you're Great a
4: snorer show. when Great you show. sleep, huh? I'd rather watch Ted Bundy. Do you snore? Um <laughs> You have sleep apnea.
2: I mean first off, no, married with children no, was fantastic.
4: Know. You know, I had my, my on hand Ted down Bundy. my pants yesterday like, like Al Bundy, man. Wait, what? Al you know, Bundy, that's his name. Oh, yeah, Al not Ted. Yeah, Ted yeah, was yeah. the killer. Yeah. Ted's hey, the hey, Big look, difference. Though, look, yeah. you know, Ted made um, – Ted. Al made it popular to have your hand in your pants. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Did he? You know, that's true. Not all the way, just like at the top <laughs> while a you little watch bit. TV. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a tip. What a, what tip. a great show. Just switching gears, Good huh? Pull, Levar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.